Hello, this is Siddharth from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 3rd of July. India reported 44,111 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of infections to over 3.05 crore. There were 738 deaths yesterday, taking the total death toll to over 4.01 lakh. Kerala continued to report the most new daily cases at 12,095, while the highest deaths were reported by Maharashtra at 168. It is important to remember, however, that all these figures are widely believed to be undercounts. On the vaccination front, India administered 38,88,643 vaccines yesterday. However, the number of people fully vaccinated with both doses remains under 5%. India's vaccination rate has dropped by 68% despite the center's free vaccination policy which was applied on the 21st of June. The WHO has issued a statement saying all countries must have at least 10% of their population vaccinated by September and 40% by the year's end. The phase 3 trial data of Bharat Biotech's Covaxin was released yesterday. The data suggests that Covaxin provides 77.8% efficacy against COVID-19. and 93.4% protection against death in severe cases the data has been published in the preprint open access journal med archive and is not yet peer reviewed furthermore the health ministry has announced that pregnant women in india will now be eligible for vaccination citing evidence by who the ministry has claimed that benefits of vaccinating pregnant women who are considered to be at a higher risk of infection outweigh the risks however The ministry has noted that long-term adverse effects and safety of the vaccines for fetus and child are not yet established. The possibility of a rare adverse reaction of 1 in 1 to 5 lakh remains a possibility. Now for some international COVID updates. The pandemic is once again surging in all regions of the world by 30% in Europe, 25% in Africa, 10% in the Middle East, 5% in the United States and Canada. and 4% in Asia. Australia continues to face a spurt in new Delta variant cases as its vaccination campaign begins to stagger. Facing difficulties staying ahead of the spread, the country has halved its international arrivals as it tightens its strict border policy. The result has been the stranding of its own citizens overseas. An Australian Human Rights Watch representative has said, I quote, Australia has heavily restricted entry of its own citizens in a way that no other democratic nation has. End quote. The African Union's special envoy on COVID has urged Europe to relax restrictions on vaccine exports so African countries may buy more vaccines for their citizens. According to WHO, nearly over 1% of Africa's 1.3 billion people have been fully vaccinated so far. Uttarakhand Chief Minister Tirath Singh Rawat has resigned after only a little over 3 months in the job. Rawat was brought in as CM when his predecessor Trivendra Singh Rawat resigned from the post in March. This move has come in Rawat's own words to avoid a constitutional crisis. A constitutional provision dictates he must be elected as an MLA within 6 months of his taking oath. Stating that a by-election cannot be held given the incoming state elections next year, he has decided to resign rawat's resignation letter was handed over to the governor of uttarakhand at 11 pm last night a few hours after he returned from a meeting with bjp's leadership in delhi as of the recording of this episode 
the bjp leadership has met in delhi today and declared pushkar singh dhami as the new chief minister of uttarakhand dhami is now the youngest chief minister in the region's history he is a two time bjp mla who represents the khatima constituency of the kumau region dhami has been known to focus on youth issues he has claimed he will bring more attention to youth unemployment in uttarakhand during his term dhami marks the third chief minister bjp has deployed in uttarakhand within the last 4 months in yet another gunfight in kashmir five lashkar-e-taiba militants and an army soldier were killed in south kashmir's pulwama the slain soldier identified as kashi rao was flown to a hospital in shrinagar but could not be saved the police said the battle lasted throughout the night as the militants were trapped in a house the police said quote today in the morning repeated announcements were made to the hiding terrorists to surrender but the terrorists fired on the joint search party and the fire was retaliated end quote arms ammunition and other documents have also been recovered from the site of the encounter among the recovered weaponry is an slr rifle the police claimed this rifle was lost to militants in a previous 2016 encounter listeners india has a long past with insurgency sometimes reporting on clashes between state forces and militants is marked by misinformation and misleading narratives on 27th june several publications carried news of a wanted naxalite being killed in a police encounter in chhattisgarh however in a report titled how chhattisgarh's police hunted an adivasi farmer news laundry's prateek goel has found key witnesses and family members of the slain adivasi man disagreeing with claims of the state police while the police claims to have killed a dreaded naxalite eye witnesses allege that the police killed an ordinary adivasi farmer called santosh margam to read the full report please log on to www.newslaundry.com at several hydro projects along the krishna river hundreds of police personnel have been deployed in telangana and andhra pradesh these developments come after allegations of illegal hydro power generation and construction while andhra pradesh has objected to illegal power generation in the telangana region telangana alleges illegal project construction in andhra this is the third time the two states have resorted to police deployment over disputes about the sharing of the krishna rivers waters andhra pradesh chief minister vyas jagan mohan reddy has written to prime minister narendra modi regarding the matter asking for protection of the projects and alleging illegal generation by telangana The United States has left its last Afghan base in Bagram ending its operations in the Afghanistan region taking over the base Afghanistan's Ministry of Defense has said it will continue to combat terrorism as reported in the Indian Express some reports and estimates have predicted that the Afghan government could fall to the Taliban Afghan security forces have surrendered in recent weeks and have been unable to reclaim territory lost to the Taliban The WHO has issued a statement saying that the European Championship football games are driving up infections across the continent. With a year's delay in the championship, citizens are eager to travel across borders to catch the games live. Experts are saying that lax restrictions imposed on travel for the championship could have serious consequences later in the year. US researchers have identified 119 international missile silos in the Gobi Desert in China's Gansu province to boost its nuclear capability. The images of the sites are reported to be a recognizable design consistent with other silo and communication centers in China. Ned Price, a spokesman for the US State Department, has gone on record to say 
I quote, This build-up, it is concerning. We encourage Beijing to engage with us on practical measures to reduce the risks of destabilizing tensions. End quote. China reportedly has 350 nuclear warheads, as compared with the 5,550 for the US and 6,255 for Russia. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these distressing times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.